0: Yo, I think OnlyFans changed their mind and they're going to continue having nudity. Alright, let's do this. Hey everyone, Frankie D here. Welcome to the Frankie D Show. what's up everyone i'm starting up the frankie d show right now i'm your host frankie d thank you thank you thank you Alrighty. so by the way that was kind of like a little tease there i did hear that uh only fans i talked about it last week i heard they changed their mind and uh they will allow sexually explicit content i don't have that as a topic of mine today because i just found out about that a little while ago but Next week, I'll probably be talking about it. So there's something to look forward to. Okay, I will start this off by plugging the show like I do every week. So everyone, if you're listening uh, to The Frankie D Show on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to it. Smash that subscribe button. Hit that thumbs up. Ding the bell. Do all that stuff that I and every other podcaster, YouTube person tells you to do. And... Wherever you're listening to your podcast, make sure you subscribe, whether it's Apple, Spotify, all those places, and follow The sh- the Frankie D Show on Instagram and Twitter. Wherever you can look up The Frankie D Show, I should show up. All right? Sounds good? Woo! Okay.
1: Big tits.
0: Okie okay, dokes. So, by the way, I d- forgot to uh, set up the phone thing this week, so I cannot take calls. I, so, if you really have something to say, write it in the chat, and if you really want to call in... I'll uh, write that in the chat, and I will try to get it configured or something during the trivia break, something like that, and we, well, I'll take Collins at the end of the show. Okie dokes. I, I guess this would be a good test. I, I, I've i been saying, like, every week that I, YouTube here, when I've been live streaming it, there's been some sort of technical difficulty. I swear, every week for weeks. Now, last week it wasn't too bad. However, when I went back to uh, listen to it, the beginning of the video, or, it's really just audio there. Um, there's, like, silence for the first so many seconds, or or was that last week? No, actually, no, that was a couple of weeks ago. See, there was another problem last week. See, there's always technical difficulties. Last week was not the silence. Last week was, it, even after I pressed start, it didn't start for so many seconds after, so you missed my first word or two. Which is, you know, kind of annoying. So if anyone wants to hear my first word or two, uh, go to, you know, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, any of those places. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Hopefully that's that didn't happen again this week. We'll see how the technical difficulties go this week with YouTube. I do have some videos and articles today, which I think may be a, the problem. I might be using up CPU with my encoder or whatever. So we'll just see how it goes. I'm just explaining that all to everyone, and like I said, if i I do have more technical difficulties this week and maybe next week, whatever, I will probably be trying another live streaming platform out, but I will still be putting the uh shows on YouTube afterwards, so a lot of my listeners on YouTube seem to listen to the show afterwards anyway, so it shouldn't affect you guys too much, only affect the live stream listeners, and they'll just have to go to the new platform, which I think they will all right. Time to get into the show. First thing I want to talk about, which I've talked about on the show before, Jake Paul versus Tyron Woodley, their boxing match. So last time I think I talked about this, it was when they had, I don't know if it was their first press conference. I don't know how many press conferences they've had, honestly. But uh, it was definitely, uh, you know, a past press conference that they had a while ago. And it was pretty freaking funny. So they had their last press conference before their boxing match. Their boxing match is this Sunday. And it's actually in, I think, Cleveland, Ohio. So it's definitely in Ohio. I think it's in Cleveland, Ohio, uh, which is where Jake Paul grew up. So I guess he has, like, the hometown advantage, right? If, does that even – does that really matter? I I mean, I guess maybe it could matter in, a, you know, baseball or something like that, like a team sport, where your fans are there in your uh, stadium. But I think most people, like, hate Jake Paul, right? So I don't really think he has the hometown advantage. And as far as Tyron Woodley goes, I don't think the average person really knows who Tyron Woodley is. And for some reason, I feel this fight isn't getting as publicized as much as the Ben Askren one. I guess that was because the first time Jake Paul was fighting a real fighter. So people, you know, they were like, oh, finally, he's going to get his ass kicked by a real fighter. So they really publicized that one. This one, where I think this fighter has a better chance, Tyron Woodley... Of uh, beating Jake Paul, they haven't been uh, they haven't been publicizing it that much. I guess people aren't as entertained. I guess at this point they're like, all right, he already beat a real fighter. Now let's watch him beat a real boxer. People just want to uh, watch him be you know fight a, a boxer, a real boxer, because they know he'll just get the shit kicked out of him if he actually won against a real boxer. I you know one in his own weight class at least. We saw his brother Logan box uh, Floyd Mayweather, and it's not like Floyd was really pounding the crap out of uh, Logan, but they are also in different weight classes. So, yeah, if uh, any anyone has any predictions for this uh, boxing match, Jake Paul versus Tyron Woodley, write in the chat or something. I'll read it. Um, I want uh, Jake Paul to win, i got to be honest with you. I know most people do not want him to win. But I want him to win. I find it, like I've said before, I find it hilarious that he pisses everyone off. He goes in there, everyone's like, oh, this dude's a stupid YouTuber. Cocky as hell. Just wants the attention. Stupid idiot. You know, they'll throw anything at him. But at the end of the day, he keeps winning. And then whenever he wins, people are just like, well, we want to watch him fight a real boxer. We want to watch him box a real boxer. And it's like, all right, well, I, yeah, I think we already know the. So you just want to watch him get beat? That's right. That is really it. So you know, I don't know. I say, well, watch him box these other people first, and then you know, he. It's not like he got to start in real. Uh, you know, it's not like he started in boxing real young, where you, you know, box and spar other boxers your age that are also working up as you. He's doing this in a unorthodox way. So if he actually does want to be a professional boxer, I feel he's doing this the right way. He's starting off with, you know, athletic people. I mean, the first guy he fought was, uh, or first guy or two he fought was just another YouTuber. But then he goes to Ben Askren, now he goes to Tyron Woodley, who are just athletic people. I feel like that's what he's got to do. Start with athletic people. And these guys aren't just athletic. They are, you know, you they were UFC fighters. So, you know, start with them. And then train up till he probably gets to, like, crappy boxers. Then after the crappy boxers to the semi box, You know, and within that time, he very well might lose. He could lose a Sunday to uh, Tyron Woodley. I don't want him to. Uh, people are going to be so pissed if he wins. I, honestly, though, like I said, I feel more of... I felt more of the hate in the Ben Askren fight. I really think they were like, Ben, beat him. You're a fighter. Finally, someone's going to be... Jake, and then as soon as Jake beat him, like, everyone's opinions kind of changed. And they were like, well, he didn't fight. He didn't box a real boxer. It's like, yeah, but, like, just, like, ten minutes ago, before he knocked Ben Askren out, you were like, oh, finally, he's going to lose. So, I don't know. I find it hilarious, So, Guy just keeps running his mouth and pissing everyone off, and he keeps making a lot of money. I really want him to win. I want to watch everyone riot over this guy. I basically want him to stay undefeated. And then when he does start boxing real boxers, which I feel will have to come sooner or later, who knows when, but I feel like it will have to come sooner or later. I want him to have like enough skill at that point where even if he loses, he puts up a good fight where people are like, crap, I guess he is uh, all right and I'll laugh my ass off if he actually wins against a real good boxer, but I don't think that'll happen at least anytime soon. So uh yeah. Anyway, I do want uh, Jake Paul to win. I know most people don't. And if he does win, I will be laughing my ass off when everyone's all pissed. All right, I'm going to uh I'm going to play some of this press conference. I don't think it was as good as the first one, honestly. But it was still pretty funny. So, I'll play some of it, and uh, we'll see what you guys think. I'll put some commentary in there, because I did think it was uh, pretty... I got a bit of this to play, but I'm not going to play the whole thing. So, everyone, you should uh, look it up on YouTube, because uh, it's pretty funny. Come on. Okay. We will start it from here.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Then we get to the main event. The problem child.
0: Fighting in his hometown. The problem child. Man, they're just giving him nicknames. The problem child. I wonder if Jake Paul appreciates that. The problem child. It's like, can't you just call me like a good kid? Like, hey, like, yeah, I'm a, yeah. Technically, like, you know, he is an adult, but he is very young. I mean, these people are just giving him a problem. They're literally referring to him as a child, and not just a, pro- a child, a child with problems. All right, let's see what else they got to say.
1: First time as a professional fighter. 3-0. and All three of the victories come by knockout. But he's taken on the former UFC champion. He's known as the Chosen One. Making his boxing, professional boxing debut in Tyron Woodley. Jake, is this the fight where all the naysayers, all the critics say, you know what, this cat's for real?
2: Yeah, 100%. You know, Tyrone Woodley, he really is the chosen one. We chose him to get his ass beat.
0: (laughs) Okay, that one one was funny. Come on. Even if you think he's a dick, you have to find that funny. I don't even think he's that great on the mic, Jake Paul. I got to be honest with you. But he's like, you know what? We got to at least try to piss people off.
2: Five time you...
0: I like how the crowd also laughed, too. I I feel like more of them wanted to laugh, but... They were like, all right, we'll we'll stay quiet so we don't, like, so we're not, like, seen as being Jake Paul supporters. But I do find it funny how some of this audience laughed.
2: Sea champion, da da da, explosive, da da da, knockout power. That's all cool, but none of that matters Sunday night. Well, what matters? And I'm sending him into retirement, turning him into a meme, and people will see, oh my gosh, this kid can fight. He's got skills.
0: It's funny, running him into retirement, that's like a WWE thing. It's like, do you really think you're going to beat his ass that bad that he's going to have to retire? I mean, like, yeah, I guess you made Ben Askren retired in terms of his boxing career because he wasn't going to become a professional boxer after that. He just wanted to get the payday from you, really, whether he won or lost. But Tyron, if he's saying he actually wants to start boxing after this, even if you beat him, he's probably not going to retire. Unless he just retires from embarrassment, but... I doubt you're going to hurt him that bad where he's going to like be forced to retire.
2: He could take a punch. That gas tank is nice. That inside fighting is nice. That body work is nice. That jab is nice. That one-two is nice. Oh, and then he came with the overhand right... That Oh, that's nice. Oh, we got a hook, too. He got a check hook. Oh, my God. People are going to be surprised. I haven't shown shit. I can fight southpaw, too. I might come out southpaw. I haven't even shown... It's funny. You got to watch the guy that's
0: hosting this... You got you. you people got to look this up on YouTube because the guy that's hosting this literally is like looking at Jake, where it looks like he's about to start laughing. He probably doesn't like Jake either, but he probably likes him to an extent because he's like, all right, he's going to be making us a lot of money. But he's literally looking at him like, all right, shut up. And it looks like he's about to start laughing.
2: Not yet. So, yeah, this is my coming out party.
1: Well, Tyron, you're also making your boxing debut. You told the MMA hour, you are here to take over and people are going to see that Jake is going to get hurt in a way we'd never even imagine. Explain that to us.
3: I'm almost falling
0: asleep up here. All right, so uh, Tyron Woodley, the dumbass himself, because, you know, he tries to make himself sound all smart in here, but he's clearly a dumbass too. He's having a hard time with his microphone, so he starts to talk and then fiddles with his microphone because it's not working too well.
3: Hello, hello. Yep, it's yeah, I'm almost falling asleep over here it because it's kind of. Yeah, disgusting. you're gonna be
2: falling asleep on Sunday, it's bitch. Disgusting. <laughs> it's yeah, you, disgusting. you 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 get you better sleep it's this whole disgusting. week. Get your naps in. It's kind of
3: disgusting how much of a clown people feel they have to be to be recognized. It's disgusting how much clout. You know, it's funny that he says that because if he's so much of a clown and stuff, and
0: uh, it, it's disgusting how much of a clown people have to be to be recognized. Why are you giving them the time of day and boxing them? That kind of shows me that you want the payday and that you want to be recognized yourself.
3: People have to chase, and when you really look into what the word clout means, it's the appearance of authenticity.
0: Oh crap! We got a genius here now. Never mind. I take that dumbass statement back. Tyron Woodley, genius, first UFC fighter, then boxer, now freaking college professor.
3: I please explain uh, what clout means. It's appearance that you're the real deal. It's appearance that you really about that action. But I'm really like that. At the end of the day. Walking around, looking foolish. Where the fuck is your shirt at, number one? You number... <laughs> just called Jake Paul. Jake Paul
0: is not wearing a shirt in this press conference. Last time he wore a fishing vest. This time he's just not wearing a shirt. And it's funny because both times he's called uh, Jake Paul the first time. He said, like, what, well, you in some rap video? Which made no sense because what fisherman, or not what fisherman, what rapper wears a fisherman's vest in the rap videos? I think that's what he said, Tyron. I think he said, like, a rapper. I don't even remember. Uh, but anyway it was a fishing vest this time
3: just shirtless Number two you know you this can is a say fight what game. You want. we're fighting you can, on sunday with no shirt say, on you, you can say what you want to say but you do what you think you're supposed to do based upon what we've done when i say we i say fighters jumping up on the ring and screaming and yelling and doing the memes and all this other stuff the whole money thing the whole bling thing that's all built to, to build the fight but we here i ain't got shit to say you getting hurt on sunday and
0: you, can- <laughs> you can tell he doesn't have shit to say. He's just kind of rambling here. Never fell all your sugarcoat ass, Shirley ass,
3: fucking Shirley ass, Shiver People that's around you have lied to you. They're not hurting you. They don't want to lose a bag. Well, that's
0: probably true. I doubt anyone uh, involved in Jake's Corner wants to lose their money.
3: They're not fucking pushing you. So when you get in on Sunday, you can wear whatever you want to wear. You can come out with that dumbass robot. You can do whatever you want.
0: You No, it's not you could come out with that dumbass robot. You better come out with that dumbass
3: robot. You will get fucking knocked out. You can make as many bets. The only thing I bet on is myself. And I've been betting on that the whole time. So I'm just really, to be honest, sorry all the people in the media. What exactly does he mean, been betting
0: on himself the whole time? Does he mean since UFC, because he would have lost some of those bets, right? He lost some of his last
3: few fights. So I don't know if he should keep betting on himself. I'm just ready to fight. <laughs> I ain't got no shenanigans. I ain't got no BS. I ain't got no razzle-dazzle. I should have brought my dog some dew wipes to clean himself up after I knocked the shit out of him on Sunday. That's why. All right, I appreciate that one. There's one for Tyron. Only thing I regret not bringing.
1: Is the bet still on? It's never
3: a bet. It was just him saying that I I worship Tyron. He's a legend. I played him on a video game in career mode, and I want to get his name tattooed on me. That's all I heard. See, this makes me think now that Tyron actually thinks
0: he's going to lose because he clearly just went back on his bet. They made a bet. I don't know if you guys remember this. They made a bet in the last press conference that uh, whoever wins has to get – I think it was like, I love Jake or I love Tyron, whichever one it was, or maybe just their name, or I forget exactly. Basically, they had to get a tattoo of uh, the other one on them. So if Jake wins, uh, Tyron would have to get a tattoo on him saying like, I love Jake Paul, something along those lines. And right now, Tyron is saying there was no bet when there clearly was a bet. They literally shook on it. So uh, right now I'm thinking, all right, this guy thinks he's going to lose because now he's like, whoa, whoa, there was no bet. Because why would he be saying that if he thought he was going to win? If he thought he was going to win, he'd be like, hell yeah, there's a bet. He's going to be getting my tat- my name tattooed written all over him. And right now he's like, nah, there was no bet. All I heard was I loved uh, Tyron Woodley. I played him in the video games growing up. And it's like, that's not what I'm hearing. Right now I'm hearing that you think you're going to get your ass beat. Dude, I was, didn't hear a bet
3: because there's no I way did. he fucking beat me on Sunday.
0: If there's no way he's beating you on Sunday, how... Would you not hear a bet? I think you would definitely hear a bet then. Let's hear what Jake has to say.
2: Yeah, I got a tattoo artist coming to tattoo you after I knock you out. I wish you brought so your look, tattoo artist. I mean you're you comfortable with them. You should. be And they, they've it. done many tattoos. If
3: you're a man you get word, I you, love tyrant, you don't even have to do it, bet man. Pay me a bag and I'll let you slide. I already paid char- you a bag.
2: Pay my charity a bag and I'll I, let you slide. I already paid you a bag and yesterday...
0: So it is. I swear, Tyron really is trying to get out of this bet right now. He must not have the confidence in himself. And it is funny, too, because Jake did give him a bag. If it wasn't for Jake Paul, he would never have made—he wouldn't be making the money he makes—that uh, he's going to be making in this fight.
2: We were talking we'll pay about, me oh, this bag. kid doesn't—he's not real we'll pay me another bag. bag and pay the reporters a bag so they need more money. Pay them a bag. bag. I paid you Since four you do times more, more than you've ever been paid. Weird. I paid you four times more than you've ever been paid. Pay all the
1: reporters double what they're making.
2: You should be thanking me, son. I'm gonna so,
3: thank you by punching you in a kiss fucking the pro. ring, son.
1: There, there are gonna be a number of me- media members here have questions for you, but I'll wrap it up with this. And It is for both of you. I'll start with you, Tyron. For the people who are gonna buy this pay-per-view, for the people who are gonna come out to Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse, what can you guarantee them that they are going to see Sunday night?
3: It's time to go big, all aspects, all categories. I'm going crazy. Uh, you know me at the end of the day it's been a long time coming uh, I'm, I'm blessed for the moment blessed for the opportunity thankful for the coaches in my corner you you should be
0: blessed for this because you are getting a large amount of money because Jake Paul is willing to box you I'm sure there's a lot of other people that would want to box him for the money I would definitely would want to box him for the money let him knock me out in three seconds but
3: um so yeah you, you should be thankful for that corner, the people that surround me. I'm thankful for the haters. I'm thankful for the people that counted me out because all it was was just for me reassuring. Anytime you get adversity, anytime you get the BS and all the all the people that are coming against you, that tells you that it's so much power for what you're about to do. And I'm about to make a scene on Sunday.
1: Jake, same question. For the people who are going to buy this pay-per-view, they're going to come out to the Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. What can you guarantee them on Sunday night?
2: Look, another show, another masterful performance, a boxing clinic. You know, people know how I'm coming. Three- I'm actually not too aware
0: how you're coming. I'm thinking shirtless since he came to the press conference shirtless, but not not too sure what else you mean.
2: Three you and know, three KOs. That's for a reason. I didn't even get warmed up in my last fight, so this guy's gonna go to sleep, and he's gonna get it turned into another meme. Like I said, just like his best friend. His, his little guy, Ben Askren, who he was in the corner of, turned him into a meme, ended his career. After Sunday, no one ever he is going to talk about retired. this guy. He, no he one's ever going to talk about
0: Tyron is correct. He was already retired from UFC. His boxing career never really got started. It was there. It was gone in a quick second. But he wasn't, like I said, he wasn't going to keep boxing. Let's be for real. He did it for the payday, which is fine.
2: About this guy ever again. He's a speed bump in the road of the Jake Paul career. He's a body. A he's I'm a, he's a body. Out, so. He is a body that I am using a to clown, add
1: dude. content a to my clown. highlight reel. Look at you! You a clown, man. You a clown. I know there are members of the media. Your crew of clown too. Who uh, have questions? We have a mic. Yeah. Just to, we just ask that you identify yourself. All
0: right, that's uh, that's enough of that part of the video. Um, so yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. I'm gonna play uh, just a couple more minutes of this. I'm gonna speed it up to another part. But yeah, he keeps calling him a clown and stuff, and it's kinda like, dude, you're a clown yourself. In fact, I looked at the chat for a second. And uh Mr. A is here. Thank you for listening live. Don't know where the fight's being streamed. I know show I I think Showtime, right? Um I think Jake Paul's a showtime boxer. And I'm not sure if they're in the same weight class. I'll have to look that up uh during the next uh video scene. But yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna play some more of this. Again, everyone that's listening, you should uh, give this Watch in a lesson because it's pretty funny. I'm only gonna play a couple more minutes of it here. All right, this part I thought was kind of funny too. Let's see what we got
2: here. Over here, sir. Uh, You are young, you are rich, Uh, you're admired by millions of people around the
0: world. You are relatively charming, relatively handsome. Why is he trying to ask him a question or flirt with him? Jesus is it that so many people around
2: the world want to see you not only lose but be embarrassed and sent to that place where time doesn't exist why is that well I think just going off of what you're saying jealousy is one of the you know biggest evils in this world I think there's a lot of people that are jealous that don't think I deserve to be in this spot you know that wish they could be here and I'm polarizing I get it you know I'm loud stupid shit i go to press conferences with my shirt off because i don't give a fuck what people think and most people are, aren't like that they they hold what's inside their mouths they you know are scared to rub people the wrong way I, I don't give a shit
0: i do believe that he doesn't give a shit i gotta be honest with you i think there's a lot of people that pretend they don't give a shit and they're like yeah i don't care i don't give a crap and, but really they do end up caring or this or that I honestly believe he, he walks around like his shit don't stink. He does not give a crap at all. He's got a lot of money. He enjoys getting attention from people. I really do believe that he does not care whatsoever at all when people are hating on him.
2: No, the haters don't sign my paycheck. I do. So, you know.
0: Actually, the haters kind of do sign your paycheck. It's because of the haters why you're getting so much attention and why you're making so much money.
2: That's why people don't like me. That's why. I've- some people want to see me lose. They think this is a circus. They don't think this is good for boxing. Well, guess what? It is. I'm here to stay, and I'm going to knock out this fucking guy and move on to the next one. I am overlooking Tyrone Woodley. You know, most people sit up here like Fury, and he's like, oh, I have a tough opponent. No. When I know what's going to happen, when I'm con-
0: Now, he said Fury. I thought in the beginning he was talking about Tyson Fury because that's a boxer, I know. But it looks like, from what I see, the name might be Tommy Fury. Maybe it's his brother or something. Son, I don't freaking know. Uh, But that's who he's talking about when he said Fury.
2: Confident in my skill. I'm already thinking about the next opponent. Based on three Why do
3: you think this guy's sitting right behind (laughs) me right now?
4: When you know what's going to happen, you're confident in your preparation. Don't mention my name out of that garbage mouth of yours.
0: All right. And Fury just said, don't mention my name out of that garbage mouth of yours. Uh, So that was him. Let's see. Is there much more to play?
2: When you know what's going to happen,
1: it's easy. This is an easy sport. Why would you not buy and come out to this fight? <laughs> and it goes down this Sunday, August 29th. It is 8 p.m.
0: All right, that's enough of that. Um, so, yeah, that was the press conference. There's a lot more of it I didn't play, so everyone should uh, go check it out on YouTube. It was pretty funny. Definitely worth talking about. Like I don't know. I find it funny, though, that Tyron kept calling Jake like, a freaking clown and stuff like that. And... At one point in the video, he said, like, I don't understand that pig Latin. I didn't play that part, but he he was saying that Jake was speaking pig Latin and stuff. And I'm like, it's funny how like, he keeps trying to take these, like, insults at Jake, like, he's stupid and stuff. And let, let's be for real. Jake uh, might be a dumbass, but he's definitely not stupid. He makes way too much money to be that stupid. So, you know, uh, Tyron, you know, and Tyron's a dumbass himself, so he really shouldn't be talking. I think we just heard them both. They're both dumbasses. So, I don't know. But I mean, hey, Tyron's not stupid himself either. He took this uh, to get the bag. Let's be for real. I don't really believe that um, he just wants to beat Jake to beat Jake. Like, I could see some people going into this, like, man, I want to box him just so I can beat the crap out of him. I don't think he wants that. I think uh, a lot of people kind of don't want to box him because they don't want to keep giving him the attention. But you know, and this guy, I think my Tyron, I think, uh might be in that category. He doesn't really want he didn't really want to give him he wouldn't really want to give him the attention. But with the payday that's coming with this, he's like, oh, well, I'm gonna give him the attention. So, like I said, everyone, check it out. I thought it was pretty funny. I thought it was pretty funny too. At one part Jake was like I don't have respect for him. Someone's like, but it, like, besides the show, like, do you have respect for each other? And Jake is like, no, I don't have respect for him. Something like that. So everyone, go check it out uh, before I take a trivia break. Mister A, I looked up their weights. I think it said um, Tyron Woodley was one seventy. I couldn't really find Jake's weight on like a just a quick look. I was, I didn't look too. Um. Hard guy, only looked for a quick second. It looked like though in the Ben Askren fight, he weighed in at 190 or 190 and a half. So they've got like you know, they've got a, a 20 pound, 20 and a half pound difference. Um, I don't know if he still weighs that because that was for the Ben Askren fight. Maybe he had to lose weight. I'm not sure. I guess we'll find out on Sunday when they say their weights or whatever. Maybe they have already weighed them. Okay, I'm going to uh, take a trivia break, and then we will be back. Sound good, everyone? Cool. All right, trivia break. So I've got five different questions for five different categories. I'll start this off by reading off each category. Then I'll read each trivia question twice. After I go through all the trivia questions twice, I will then go through the answers. If you get any of the questions correct, here's a special congratulations from me, Frankie D. And if you get any of the trivia questions incorrect, then who really gives a crap? We're not playing for prizes. And the categories are Netflix, sports, cars, literature, and geography. All right, question one. The category is Netflix. What show whose first two seasons appeared on ABC was cancelled and then picked up by Netflix and stars Kiefer Sutherland as President Kirkman? Again, what show, whose first two seasons appeared on ABC, was cancelled and then picked up by Netflix and stars Kiefer Sutherland as President Kirkman? I actually kind of met Kiefer Sutherland one day. I'll have to tell a story one day. It's not too much of a story, but story for another time. Alright, question two. The category is sports. What city and state, and you must give both if you're listening live, would you go to if you wanted to watch a home game of Major League Baseball's Reds? Again, what city and state, and if you're chatting the answer into the live chat, you got to give both, would you go to if you wanted to watch a home game of Major League Baseball's Reds? Next question, the category is cars. What car brand has models called the GTR, the Murano, and the Frontier? Again, what car brand has models called the GTR, the Murano, and the Frontier? And another clue, they also used to be called Datsun. Alright, next question, the category is literature. What classic novel subtitle is a space odyssey? Again, what classic novel subtitle is a space odyssey? For those of you that are into classic novels. And the last question, the category is geography. In which hemisphere is the Tropic of Capricorn? Again, in which hemisphere? is The Tropic of Capricorn. Alrighty, let's go through these answers now. The first question was, what show whose first two seasons appeared on ABC was canceled and then picked up by Netflix and stars Kiefer Sutherland as President Kirkman? The answer was Designated Survivor. The next question was, what city and state, and you had to get both, would you go to if you wanted to watch a home game of Major League Baseball's Reds? The answer is Cincinnati, Ohio. The next question was, what car brand has models called the GTR, the Murano, and the Frontier? The answer is Nissan. The next question was, what classic novel subtitle is a Space Odyssey? That is 2001. 2001. And the last question was, in which hemisphere is the Tropic of Capricorn? And the answer is southern. Alrighty, that's all the questions for this week. If anything was wrong, let me know. I'm just reading like questions off from somewhere, so it's possible that something is wrong, so let me know. But make sure if you're telling me an answer is wrong that it's actually wrong. Don't just think you're smart and be like, Hey, that answer was incorrect, and it's like, nope, it was actually correct. Don't be a dumbass. I'll call you out for it. I would say 99% of these answers are correct, though, so you shouldn't have to worry about it. Okay, then. It is now time to get back to the show. Hope you enjoyed the trivia. Okay, I'm back. Um, And for Mr. A in the chat there, I looked up uh, the weight, uh, the weights of them, like I said, and it does say, though, That the weigh-in will be on Saturday, August 28th, which is tomorrow. And it will be streamed live on Jake Paul's YouTube channel and other YouTube channels. So I guess we will definitely know what their weights are uh, tomorrow. Just to let uh, everyone know, and Mr. A specifically, since he asked, uh, before I get on to the other topics. Also, Mr. A, I like seeing that you participated in the trivia in the chat. All right, well, going on to the next topic here. I want Since I, ta- I mentioned him the other week, I'm going to talk about him again. Uh, Charlie Watts, the drummer from the Rolling Stones, the other week I brought him up because I said he wasn't going on tour with the Rolling Stones. They were going on a U.S. tour. And uh, because of his surgery, he couldn't make it on the tour. Well, since then, he has now died. Now, they haven't given a reason. They haven't given the reason why he died, how he died, I should say. Um but yes, he is gone. A lot of people uh, spoke out about it, a lot of celebrities. So I figured it was worth bringing up again because the Rolling Stones is one of the biggest classic rock bands of all time and biggest, one of the just the biggest rock bands of all time. Uh, so I figured it was worth talking about. Like I said, I'm. they haven't released The Reason How He Died. So I'm very curious about that. I know when... Um, actually, I think... I know they said the other week when I talked about this... That they were just, like, keeping it a secret. This one, I... The family members, I think, spoke out, and they said, like, we hope to, like, keep... Have respect for his privacy, something like that. So they definitely don't want to give the reason, at least yet, how he died. And I, that must have been... They must have known he was going to die, and that's why he wasn't going on tour. They just wanted him to, like, relax before he died. That's my guess. But who knows? Maybe they... He just didn't want to go on it because he was uncomfortable from his surgery, but... I would guess that they kind of knew he was going to die soon and they just wanted him to relax. But, um, so I got some articles of, uh, or I got an article of uh, some celeb tweets that uh, tweeted out at him. So I guess I'll read some of uh, those. Actually, I'll read some of how this article starts. So it was a BBC article. It says, Charlie Watts, Rolling Stones drummer, dies at 80. Rolling Stones drummer Charlie Watts, who helped then become one of the greatest bands in rock and roll has died at the age of 80. It is with immense sadness that we announced the death of our beloved Charlie Watts, as Damon said. It said he was a cherished husband, father, and grandfather. Wow, well, I, would, I would think said so. that. That would be pretty bad if the article was like, man, it said he was a piece of shit. Um, so it said he was a cherished husband, father, and grandfather, and one of the greatest drummers of his generation. Tributes have come from stars including the Beatles, Sir Paul McCartney, and Sir Ringo Starr, and Sir Elton John. Sir Paul described Watts as a lovely guy and a fantastic drummer who was as steady as a rock. See, I don't know if this is true or not. I never actually found uh, out if this was true. But I heard that Paul McCartney, I think it was him, I guess it could have been John Lennon, but I think it was Paul. They were in an interview, and they were asked, with the success of the Beatles... Would you say that Ringo Starr is the most talented drummer in the world? And Paul McCartney answered, "I don't even think Ringo Starr's the most talented drummer in the Beatles. I don't know if that if that's true or not. That's what I heard. And if that is, that's actually pretty hilarious. Because Ringo, I, I don't think he was ever really he was known for being in the Beatles, but you know, I never really hear Ringo as being like one of like the top five drummers of all time, but." Someone's got to find out if that's true. I guess I'll have to look into that. I heard of that. I saw like a meme on it one day. I don't know if it's actually true, but that'd be hilarious if it's true. If Paul was just a complete dick like that. Um, So Ringo's tweet here says, God bless Charlie Watts. We're going to miss you, man. Uh, peace and love to the f- family, Ringo. You know, Ringo actually aged pretty well for being like, I don't know. He's like the funniest looking beetle to me. I feel like he's aged pretty well. Well, how old's Ringo now? Let's see. Ringo Star. Because he's got to be getting pretty old himself. He's 81. Yeah, I feel like he's aged pretty well, especially compared to how he uh looked. I feel like he was like the funniest looking one of the Beatles. I guess they were all kind of funny looking. I, I Paul was kind of considered like the cute one, right? But, uh... None of them might. They were heartthrobs because they were, like, famous, big famous musicians. They weren't heartthrobs, really, because they were, like, you know, super sexy or anything. Uh, Let's see what else this article says. Um, Sir Elton John wrote, A very sad day. Charlie Watts was the ultimate drummer, the most stylish of men, and such brilliant company. The Beach Boys' Brian Wilson said he was shocked to hear the news about Watts and, described, and he, who he described as a great drummer. Liam Gallagher said, rest in peace, Charlie Watts. Let's see. The news came weeks after it was announced that Watts would miss the band's U.S. tour dates uh, to recover an unspecified medical procedure. Watts was previously treated for throat cancer in 2004, so I wonder if that has to do... With this, Or I guess it could be something completely different. I don't know, because they didn't announce what uh, the surgery was on when he said he wasn't going on the tour. Let's see. He had been a member of the Stone since January 1963 when he joined Mick Jagger, Keith Richard, and Brian Jones in their fledging group. Watts helped them become, with the Beatles, one of the bands who took rock and roll to the masses in the 60s with classics like I Can't Get No Satisfaction, Jumpin' Jack Flash, Get Off My Cloud, and Sympathy for the Devil. All right, so that's about all I'm going to say about uh, Charlie Watts. I just wanted to give him some recognition since he was uh, in one of the biggest rock bands of all time. I talked about him the other week. I thought it was worth talking about. You know what I find pretty funny? Apparently, he punched Mick Jagger in the face. Apparently, Mick Jagger said... um, Something like, that's my drummer. And Charlie Watts like was really pissed about that. And he punched McJagger in the face. I guess he thought it was some kind of ownership thing. He's like, dude, this is not your band. This is our band. You do not own me. I am not your drummer. And he just like freaking nailed him. I think that's hilarious. Uh, I, I, it's funny though too because... I mean, maybe that that was Mick Jaggerston. I don't know what kind of person he was, but there's a good chance he was just like that. The thought in his head was, no, he's just the drummer for our band, and since he's the lead singer, it's like, oh yeah, it's it's my drummer. He's you know that's the drummer for the Stones, or he could have even meant who knows? He could have meant like, yeah, that's my drummer. That's my boy. You know, that's he. That's my favorite drummer. That's the most talented drummer. Uh, and who knows though? I mean, hey, Charlie Watts knew him better than me, so. Maybe Mick Jagger is getting cocky, a big head on him, and he's like, "I'm not your freaking drummer, Deck." I don't know. I thought that was pretty funny. I just found out about that recently. That he decked him. Yeah. What What would have been even funnier? Okay, maybe it wouldn't have been funnier. But what I'm curious about, I should say, what would Charlie uh, have done if Mick said someone else was his drummer? If he, you know, was like, "Oh man, Ringo, that's my freaking drummer." Would Charlie have decked him then? Because it's like, dude, why am I not your drummer? I'm the freaking drummer for the Stones. That's your, that's our band, and I'm not your drummer. Like, you gotta wonder what you you know what would have happened, uh, what Charlie would have thought of or said or done if Mick Jagger said that another drummer was his drummer. Who the hell knows? So rest in peace, Charlie Watts. Big fan of the Stones. Big fan of the Beatles. Love classic rock. I right, to stay on the um, band topic, actually, guess we'll see if anyone said anything in the chat real fast. Nope, we're good. Um, To stay on the band topic, I want to talk about Nirvana. Now, I'm not a huge grunge fan. I'm not a huge Nirvana fan. You know, they obviously had their uh, huge hits and stuff that I'm very aware of, and some of them, you know, I'm not, like, a super hater of Nirvana. I'm just not a huge fan of them, really. Not a huge fan of grunge and... 90s rock, really in general. I like the classic rock, 70s, 80s. I like 60s. Um, I you know I could even do some rock and roll from the 50s, but I, you know I'm mostly 70s and 80s. We'll say. But Nirvana, apparently, I, and I know the album they're talking about. Never mind. It, I think it came out in 1991, so it has a, a naked baby on the cover in a pool. It, I, it's a very famous album cover. And Spencer Eldon, that's the guy's name. He's the naked baby on the cover. And now he's suing Nirvana for the album. Or for being on the He's suing them for child pornography. Now, I want to know what makes him do this at 30. Like, he's had to know that's been around for a long time. Like, what made him not sue at 18 or 19 or 20? Like, what made him sue at 30? I have a feeling he was proud of this for a long time. I feel like he was probably like, man... I am that guy on the cover of the Nirvana album. And I feel like he's probably a big Nirvana fan because I watched uh, a video or two of him and I'll I'll place him on the air. And he seems like he'd be a Nirvana fan. He's got the long hair. He's kind of got the druggy talk. I don't know. I feel like he probably ran out of money and he's probably like, oh, this is a good way to get money. Like, hey, people will get behind me on this. This is like child pornography. I don't know. I wonder who exactly he's suing to. I think I saw that he's suing... uh, Kirk Cobain's estate. But, like, I don't know. The band's done. They've been done for many years. Uh, Dave Grohl's in the Foo Fighters. Like, so if they are going after Kirk Cobain's estate, it's like, well, who was the one that decided to put the baby on there? Shouldn't they be going after that person? And if Kirk Cobain is the one that decided to do it, all right, I guess you sue his estate then. But what if it was a band decision? Then do you get all the members? Do you sue all the members of the band? Or is it only going to his estate? Like, I don't know. I wonder who's going to win. Because I, I honestly do feel like, I don't know, unless laws have changed that much, I feel like we ha- must have had somewhat similar laws back then, right? Where, um, I I don't know. I feel like they wouldn't they have been in trouble back then if it was r- really child pornography? And I mean, they do have a naked baby on there. I don't know. No one even knew it was him, though. So I really do think this is a money thing. And I mean, if they weren't compensated for it, for him being on the cover, then I guess sure, they you should be compensated for it. It's like, it's a pretty famous co- album cover. And if you didn't get paid, I guess you deserve to be paid. But I can't imagine he's that bothered by this because no one knew it was him. It's not like, I doubt people were making fun of him growing up being like, oh man, That's your wiener on the album cover in Nirvana. It's like, no one knew that. He was a baby. Okay, let's see what, um... I just checked the chat to see if anyone had anything to say. Mr. I I like it. His Peter never grew. Let's see uh, what this article says about him. So it says, uh... Nirvana's famous naked baby sues banned for child pornography. Man now 30 who appeared on iconic cover of 1991 Nevermind album claims 2.5 million damages for being exploited as a minor. Damn, he really wants that money. It's going to be funny if he, if his friends or something like, or someone like, if he did brag about this and they kind of... Uh, say nah this guy was proud of this he bragged about it his whole life he was that baby on the nirvana album who knows so it says nirvana's uh famous naked baby has sued the band for child pornography after appearing on their iconic 1991 Nir- Nevermind album cover spencer eldon now 30 said nirvana and the estate of kurt cobain trafficked his image as a naked baby And is claiming $2.5 million in damages for being exploited as a minor. All right. Your parents were the one that put you in that you were a baby. So I feel like you got to blame your parents to an extent, too, right? Uh, In the suit filed in Los Angeles federal court, Eldon said his parents never gave their release in writing for the photos. and were not paid. Well, they definitely should be paid because you know they made a lot of money off the album, so you you should be compensated in some sort of way. In terms of them, uh, I mean, they someone should have gotten uh, their signature for this if they, if it if they never got their release in writing for the photos. But uh, I don't know. Clearly, they handed the kid over, right? Let's see, this is despite 2008 reports that photographer Kirk Weddle paid Eldon's father Rich $200 for 15 seconds of work to appear in the snap. All right, so is that true or is that not true? That's what we got to find out. Because if that's true, he did pay him $200, and if it's for 15 seconds, I would like to make $200 for every 15 seconds. So um, that's not too bad. And I mean, I guess if the kid really, de- if the dude doesn't really want to be in there, that kind of... Sucks that his father did that to him, but you can't really blame that on the person that took the picture, right? Let's see. Eldon from Los Angeles said that his identity and legal name are forever tied to the commercial sexual exploitation he experienced as a minor, which has been distributed and sold worldwide from the time he was a baby to the present day. He alleged that band members, record companies, and creative personnel had trafficked his image for profit, according to court documents. Reviewed by CBSLA. In law, non-sexualized naked pictures of infants are not considered to be child pornography. Alright, then it does seem like... I don't know. It's not... Well, if his uh, father would admit to taking the 200 bucks and being compensated... And the fact that it says in law, non-sexualized naked pictures of infants are not considered to be child pornography... It doesn't seem to me like he has much of a case. I'm going to just read a little bit more of this, and then I'm just going to go on to the videos of him. Um, Elden from Los Angeles. Oh, wait, no. Never mind. Screw that part. So this says, um, Eldon is asking for $150,000 from each of 17 defendants named in the suit, which include... Cobain's bandmates, Dave Grohl, and Chris Novoselic. <laughs> Man, sorry for all the uh, Nirvana superfans that are probably like pissed that I just probably pronounced his last name wrong. Chris Novoselic, Christ Novoselic, I don't freaking know. Like I said, I wasn't a Nirvana fan. Uh, Cobain's former wife, Courtney Love, the executor of Cobain's estate, and the estate's manager's guy, Osiri, and Heather Perry. Man, he's really going after a lot of people. Others include photographer Kurt Weddle, art director Robert Fisher, and a number of record companies that released of distributed Nevermind in the past three decades. So there's a picture here of uh, Eldon literally recreating the picture. It says, Eldon claimed that the band record companies and uh, creative personnel... Tra- okay, we already read that. Why is he recreating the picture? If this is that traumatic for him, why is he recreating the picture being older now? All right, that's all I'm really going to read of uh, the article. I'll play the videos he, he was in so you can uh, hear what he has to say. All right, here is one of them.
3: Got some stuff oh, for you.
0: Can't let that play. I thought uh, I took care of the ads. Okay, that should be fine now.
4: Spencer Eldon, I'm the baby on the cover of the Nirvana Nevermind album. And it's the 20.
0: 20- Crap, what happened? 25th anniversary. The hell?
4: Three. How did I get involved to be the baby on the cover of the Nirvana Nevermind album? My dad threw me in the pool when I was a kid. Uh, I don't really remember it. The, the story goes, um, my dad.
0: So he does say that his dad is the one that threw him in the pool.
4: I got a call from a photographer, Kurt Weddell, and they were good friends because they were, went to college together at Art Center in Pasadena. And um,
0: You got to look at this guy. He looks like a druggie. Kind of sounds like one, too.
4: Kurt Weddle got this job to throw a kid in the pool. He shot a bunch of kids, but I don't know, he'd feel like he didn't get the shot or something. So my dad was doing sets and props. They went down to the local pool, threw me in the pool, took a picture, and then... Um, it was originally for an album cover, and uh, then the album came out, and the band was a big success, and I happened to be on the cover. No, I haven't been contacted by any of the members of Nirvana. Um, I tried reaching out to them, but... Um now, what did he try reaching
0: out for them for? Did he try to say, hey, I was never compensated? Like, I want the money you gave 200 bucks to my dad, can you... For exploiting me, just give me some money. Like, you know, is it a money thing? Is that what he wanted, or, or, or did he just want to reach out to them, being like, "Hey guys, I'm big fans. I was the baby on the cover. Well, like, you're not getting back to me. Screw you. I'm gonna sue your ass." All
4: right, you know, m- there was a misconnection there. So, but it's all good.
0: Well, at least i am been all doing good.
4: art, and um, oh, he's
0: doing art.
4: That's about it. I was also been doing some insurance and stuff too to figure out. Um, you know, good you know just figure out how to sell and do insurance a little bit because it's kind of anti art, so I've been doing some of that as well.
0: <laughs> insurance it is anti art
4: and um also been doing a lot of art too.
0: You already said that, so yeah, this guy's doing art, that's probably why uh he is suing Nirvana now so he could try to make some money because probably is not art's probably not paying the bills. I got another video of him here. Let's see what he says here.
1: What's it like, you know, all these knowing all these people would have seen you naked?
4: What is it like having the idea that a lot of people have seen my baby penis? <laughs> um, when I was a baby. Well, I'm not really a baby anymore, so it's, it's true. He's not. It's uh, I have to like think it's not me or something, but I. It's, it's a trip. There's a lot of people that um have seen my baby penis as a baby. I went to a baseball game on opening day at the Dodgers and I was looking out at all the people and I was like, had a moment where I was like, man, all these people have seen my baby penis as a baby. <laughs> so it's pretty, it's pretty crazy. Um, it'd be nice to have a quarter for every person that has seen my baby penis, but you know, there's all kinds of puns you could throw on that, but um, you know, it's my little baby penis. I'm sure if you were to cut them all out and uh, stack them all up in a room, you have a room full of little cutouts of baby penises. What the hell? And that's kind of crazy. I'm Spencer Eldon. That's my baby penis. Oh, I'm boy. on the cover of the Nirvana album.
0: Okay. Well, that's enough of him. <laughs> yeah, he clearly just wants the money. And, in a, and to an extent, I don't exactly blame him. Uh. I think if his father knew they were dealing with nirvana... I don't know if his father knew they were dealing with their nirvana, but if uh, he did, maybe he would have said, oh, no, we want more than just 200 bucks." But I don't blame the kid. He was a baby, and he's like, my penis has to be out there forever, and I didn't even get any money. I didn't even get any of the $200. Thanks a lot. But he really is trying to sue a lot of people. I don't know. We'll see who actually wins this lawsuit. I wonder if... um. This is like pro bono or whatever, or if he is spending a ton of money on lawyers and he won't even end up winning at the end. Who the hell knows? All right, I've been calling, um, before I end the show, I've been calling uh, Theo Vaughn the last few weeks about Pork girl, so I guess we might as well throw him another uh, phone call. Because why not? Let's see, I don't have the one phone thing set up. Let's see, this should work. Okay. Let's see. Theo, you are going to hear about Porkroll again. His podcast is um, this past weekend for people that want to check it out. Like I said, I don't really like most podcasts, but he is actually a pretty funny dude. Let's see. Okay. Um.
2: Please state your name after the tone, and Google Voice will try to connect you.
0: Oh, crap. Crap. My bad. We'll try that again, mups. Um. Let's see. Okay. This one should work now.
1: <laughs> so,
2: please state your name after the tone, Google Voice will try to connect you. Frankie
0: D. Come on, Theo. One day he should answer. Answer, Theo. Come on.
2: Hey, what's up? This is Theo Vaughn. Uh, this is the This Past Weekend Hotline. Uh, I appreciate you calling. I want to no let you know that
0: you.
2: Uh, this is a space where you can leave a question, a comment, um, an issue, a concern, a topic, a thought, anything you want. Uh, this is a space, you know, this, that hotline. So you can leave that uh, you can leave your name in, you can leave your name out. Um, it, it'll, uh, it'll turn off after three minutes. So if you go on long you're going to have to call back and finish your comments or whatever, but uh, I appreciate you calling. And, uh, and I, I appreciate your support with this past weekend. Uh, be good, you little dust bear. I love you. Bye.
0: Yo, what up, Theo? It's Frankie D again. I uh, was wondering if you ever tried that pork roll sandwich. Again, not Taylor Ham, pork roll. Don't be a dumbass. Um, I, I actually wanted one today. I couldn't get one, unfortunately. Ugh. I know, I know. Um, I, so I had to have ham, egg, and cheese. You know, it's, it's disappointing when you really want a pork roll, and then you end up just having, like, ham, egg, and cheese. It's like, anyone could have ham, egg, and cheese, right? So, yeah, I see stuff still haven't made, like, any sort of statement. Like, yes, it's, it's pork roll, you know, endorsing pork roll, not Taylor Ham, and bashing the Taylor Ham people. So, yeah, you should really do that. It's like, it's like, I've just been waiting here. We've all been waiting. It's like, why is he not talking about it? We know it's on your mind. And you're not bringing it up. It It's almost like you almost want to be seen as like a dumbass, like as a North Jersey kind of Taylor Ham person. I know you're not, though. So, okay. Endorse it. It's poor, girl. Get one. Peace. Okay. That was C.O. Vaughn's call for this week. How many weeks have I been calling him for? I think my uh, time with Theo is almost done. I think I did Conan for four weeks. The o will probably be four weeks. Then I got to find out someone else to do. These people probably don't. These people are probably like, what the hell is this guy? What is wrong with this guy? with This pork roll shit. Okay. Well, that's the end of uh, the Frankie D show today. I know. I'm sorry. So again, I'm just going to plug the show real fast before I end it. Everyone that's listening live right now, hit that thumbs up. You're there. You might as well hit it. Uh, so subscribe to the Frankie D Show on YouTube. Hit that thumbs up. Uh, what, what else do I have to say? Ding the bell. Okay. I think we're done with the YouTube part now. And wherever you're listening to the re- recordings, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, subscribe to me there. Leave a comment. Do what you got to do. And follow The Frankie D Show on Instagram and Twitter at The Frankie D Show. Like I always say, you just got to remember The Frankie D Show and you will find me. All right, I'll check the chat one last time, see if anyone said anything. Doesn't look like uh, anyone has said anything since Mr. A's. So, I'm going to end it. So, everyone, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, live people. And thanks for listening uh, to the recordings, to my recording people. All right, I'm out, everyone. Peace.